0: Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'm out here walking on a lonely road in the park, enjoying this beautiful morning. Well, I'll tell you, I'm on a new adventure that he seems to put me on, and that's building the website. I've got it built, pretty much, except for these domains I'm still working on. But... All is going well. I was originally not going to plan on doing anything like that because that requires money investment. And Well, I've always been about keeping this message of the love of Christ about, well, not charging anything because, well, I just give it for free because that's what my father calls me to. But what he showed me is that just because i'm not charging for it doesn't mean i can't put a donate button on there because the truth of the matter is this love of christ is so important to me and it's the only thing that really matters so the truth is that at some point in my life i'm kind of figuring that he's kind of going to take me down the path he seems to be taking me and that is to have me teach the love of christ full time except I don't want to go be a preacher of no church, because, well, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Then I'd be in the same boat they are, that is, talking to the same people that are listening to the same thing, and, well, I'd have to worry about what it is you were thinking about what it is I was saying, and this way I can continue to be what it is I am for my Father, and not have to worry about what it is you think of what it is I'm saying. And, well, the Holy Spirit does everything for me, so if I'm supposed to make it work, he'll make it work. I'll tell you what, when I first went to look at a website, because I'm, I'm not technologically inclined, it's like every other project he started me in in this quarantine since I've started doing all this electronic stuff, and that is I looked at it and I got completely overwhelmed because I just didn't figure how I was going to pull it off but the holy spirit told me that I wasn't going to pull it off that he was going to pull it off for me and all I have to do is to make one step at a time. I don't have to know how to do put together a website. I just have to start clicking buttons. So that's what I did. I just started clicking buttons. And I'll tell you what, I was trying to put it in one place, but it ended up that it ended up in another place and well, I'll tell you, I think it turned out for the better even though I thought might turn out for the worse because, well, I was afraid that maybe I got wrong and I went out and talked to the Holy Spirit and he said that, well, I need to remember that everything that's wrong is right and everything that's right is wrong and all of these thoughts I have about them are the thoughts I choose and the ones I choose are the ones I have. So if I want to see the world as wrong and everything is going wrong, then Well, then he'll give me that experience because that's the choice I make. Or I can just trust that God knows exactly what he's doing and it ended up exactly right, even if it ended up wrong because it seems to be working out even better than if it would have been done on that other site. So the truth of the matter is, I don't know. But what I know is this is going pretty smooth and he's walking me through it one step at a time and I don't have to figure it all out. Just like these domains, it got kind of confusing because I was watching a video on YouTube and they said to buy the domain here and then add it to a website here. And Well, I tried that, but it gets all kind of confusing because I'll tell you what, they're kind of attached to those domains going on their websites. What he showed me is it doesn't matter and he's right now in the process of helping me figure that out. What I know is if I get all worried about it, well then I just get upset and then I make bad decisions because I'm acting in fear but if I just have faith that my father since he put me to this task is gonna get me through it well I'll end up getting the exact help I need and it'll end up being perfect even though it's never perfect all the while that's what I've come to see is that I just keep seeking this when I get afraid this fear tells me that perfection is required And my thought of Christ which is the Holy Spirit has showed me that this perfection is just a lie. My Father doesn't want us perfect. He wants us just to keep coming, just like Jesus said. That's the whole point of sending Jesus was to give forgiveness so that we could give it to ourselves because he's already given it to us, but we can't receive it until we receive it from him because we think he's angry when he's really not angry at all. But the suffering we give to others, we receive for ourselves. We just don't see it until we do. And that's what I came to see was that all the suffering that I was causing other people, I was actually causing it to myself and I didn't realize it. And I wasn't doing big things. It doesn't matter what it is. If I hold you accountable, I have to be accountable too. And Even if I get angry and say something in anger, am I not got to find forgiveness? Otherwise, that thought of Satan would... Then take me, and well, it's done that enough times that I've just had enough of that. So all I keep doing is practicing this forgiveness and this love. And I'll tell you what, since I've received this Holy Spirit and I believe that I talk to this voice of the God, doesn't matter whether I do or not, friend. I don't expect anyone else to believe it anymore. I come to see that, well, they didn't believe in Jesus or that Jesus talked to this Holy Spirit either. In fact, well, you might even say they crucified him for it. They saw him as a danger. I have no idea what people see me as. It doesn't even matter because what my father showed me is what you think of me is none of my business. The only thing that matters is what it is I think of myself and what it is my father thinks of me. And if I'm thinking about him and me, well, then I'm not thinking about you. I'm just giving to you what it is he gives to me to give to you. And i don't really know what that is until he gives it to me right now it's this message of christ and whatever else he asks for along the way i just give it to him and let him have it and in return i get something better and that's called peace doesn't matter anymore friend You see a lot of these preachers are talking about well if you give us money that you'll end up with more money and well that isn't what jesus was talking about If you believe that, then it'll manifest in your life. That's for sure. But what really that getting that money was for is to have a greater faith. Because you gave in the name of love, and love gave it back to you in abundance. Well, I would say you could give more and receive more. But I'll tell you, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is this love and this peace that I've found through my father. I never really have had a whole lot of anything, except I seem to have a whole lot of something at the moment I had it. Well, I guess everybody has a different idea on what a whole lot of is. (laughs) It doesn't even matter anymore. That's what I've come to see. I see that even when I did get those things, they didn't bring me any peace. The peace comes from the thought of love, and, well, love comes from my father we think we give it to each other but he gives it to each other for himself which is to give it for us the things i see and know i can't really explain because they don't make any sense And well i was talking to a woman i know and she was talking about that she listens to my youtube videos and things and she said that she tries not to look at me when I speak, and I say, so we ended up having a conversation about how it is that <clears throat> the problem is that Jesus told us that we'd never be a prophet in our own hometown or in our own country and among our own people. Well, that's because they know of us, and because they know us, they have all these judgments about us. So instead of judging us for what we are, they judge us for who we were. So people that know me and have known me at different points in my life are going to see me differently than what it is that I am now. But the truth is, I'm not any of those things. I just am what I am, just like my father. Just like you. The problem is we keep making decisions on our future based on our past. And, well, that's where this Holy Spirit and faith was required in order to overcome the past. Because we don't have to have the past relive itself in our lives but we can't do it unless we get this greater thought and this greater thought is the love of christ and by following that message you can receive the holy spirit but that thought of satan is not going to give up because it never gives up on me but it didn't give up on jesus either he said that even at the end he said father don't make me drink from this cup nonetheless your will be done So even though he had the fear of it, he just let the father carry him right through the whole experience so that my father could get what it is he needed in order to give to us. Well, that makes me grateful for that father and the son, because both of them gave everything and asked nothing for it so that we could receive it too. Yet even greater truths have I been given and so now even though that's the absolute truth, there's even a greater truth and my father is what he is and it is what is and I am what I am and well, it ends up taking all your truth away if you really get to know this Holy Spirit and you start really digging into that message of Jesus. Because I wasn't going to the church and asking questions because well, every time I did, they just gave me answers that made no sense. And they were basing it on this or that, but I'll tell you what, getting degrees from men doesn't let you know God, only knowing that Jesus. That's where you need your degree, and well, you don't need a degree, all you have to do is just get to know him. Because you get to know him, he'll get to know you, and he'll give to you what it is he had for himself, and because you have it now, because you have more, you have more to give, That's what Jesus said. Jesus said to him that much is given, much is required, and him that gives nothing, even what he has will be taken away. So now that I know the path that my father's put me on and I've allowed him to carry me down this road, well, I have to give what it is he asks. Not because I have to, because I could not do it. But I'll tell you what, now that I know the truth of who my father is, it just causes me suffering every time I turn and act in selfishness. Because that thought of Satan starts setting back in on me and tries to push me back into this world thinking I'm something I'm not. And I'm just not anything anymore except for what it is my father wants from me because that's where I find the peace doesn't matter whether anybody else tells us we can have this because it doesn't matter whether they have it or not the only question is do I and well most of the time I do except moments I don't and the moments I don't I come running right back to my father in a hurry but Jesus taught me how to do this and taught me that I don't have to do it perfect all I have to do is keep coming and keep focusing on this thought of the Holy Spirit and this thought of Satan just won't have any power over me anymore except for when it does and that is when I allow myself to get wrapped up in this world. The truth is, the reason I want to teach the love of Christ full time as far as do that and kind of let go of my other job, in the end is, when I'm doing that other job, I have to be the Jason I was. and Well, I'm not that Jason anymore. I'm now the Jason that serves his Father, which is the love of Christ. And so, therefore, when I'm in this thought, and I'm talking about that, and doing these things, well, then I have great joy when I'm in communion with the Spirit. Now I see exactly why Jesus ran off into the woods all the time. It was said that he often went off into the wilderness by himself, and even when he was around, the first thing he did was get up in the morning and seek this Holy Spirit. And, well, I'll tell you what... I now know why it is that he did that because, well, the peace that comes with this Holy Spirit and this love of the Father is just the greatest thing ever. And the truth of the matter is I really don't want to return to being who I was because I love who I am when I'm with my Father. And when I'm speaking about him and not about the old me, the me that used to have things, the me that was something special, because what happens is, well, when I think I'm something special... It turns out I'm even less than what I thought I was. <clears throat> the truth of the matter is that I'm special, but you're special too. If you want to come to know the love of the Father, you have to come to know the love of the Son, and that means you have to come to know the love of everyone. And that doesn't mean everyone's going to love you, but you have to love them nonetheless. You don't have to love what they do or what they're doing, but you have to love who they are for what they are, and well, they're a child of God, and therefore that's what I love them for. And I know that just like because I was lost and deceived, I didn't act right. I know that these folks that are not acting right are just lost and deceived. They don't believe they can find a greater love because, well, we didn't show it to them, except when we did. And this choice isn't an easy choice to make, friend. I've been given this choice more than once. I told you I'm the prodigal son. Every truth my father ever gave me is the one I have, but every one he gave me is the one I chose even though I didn't know I was choosing it at the time. Every time I said how bad my life was, well he gave me the exact experience I needed to have to match the words that I declared. What I've come to see is that faith means believing in something you don't see. So when I say I am the love of Christ, I still see I'm a human being just like you. But I'm in faith speaking the truth of what it is I know to be. So that I can become what it is I am instead of being what it is I was. I don't want to be what I was anymore. I just want to be what I am. And that's what I am right now. A day from now, I can't tell you I'll be that. I can't be anything tomorrow. That's where that thought of Satan lurks. That's where... What my father's taught me is that this Holy Spirit is the Holy Thought, which is in this eternal moment of now, and if you get to know this Jesus real well, you'll know the right thought to have, and that thought is the Holy Spirit. And if my father puts you to a task you need it, it'll show up as a voice. But the price is your death, and your life, and even though I can't give him anything but my willingness, he has my willingness, that's all that he needs. I'm like you, friend. I want to probably, you know, I'm like everyone else. My fear tells me I want to die in my sleep or in of a sudden massive heart attack where I don't feel anything and just fall over unconscious and dead. And that would work for me, but that isn't what my father showed me. And what I've learned is that it doesn't matter how I die. There's not very too many good ways of getting out of this world alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're all going to kick the bucket. And therefore, well, there's just not too many good ways to go. People are so focused on trying not to die that they keep ignoring the fact that there's just no way that really most people get out of here that's pleasant. So they end up focusing on trying not to look at the fear of it. And, well, the Holy Spirit allowed me to look at the fear of it so that I'd stop being afraid of it, realizing that there's just not that many different options, even as are all these options all the while. Therefore, I don't need to worry about that. That's my father's business, not my own. And, well, I'll just believe that what Jesus said is true and that revelations, and that is that though the first death is mine, the second is his. I have faith that he'll get me through that experience in such a way that it'll be beneficial to him, whatever that death is. It doesn't matter whether it's a heart attack or getting eaten by a bear or whatever. Anything's possible, and... Well, he showed me one, but it doesn't necessarily make that the one. What he needed was, he needed me to see something so that I could agree to it. And because I agreed to it, well, then he can give you more because, well, I'm less. Because as long as I have to hold on to my death, then I have to hold on to my life. But if I can give him my death, then I can give him my life. Because, friend, I'm... talking about all this stuff on the internet and I'm gonna tell you my experience of when I've talked to people about this Holy Spirit in the beginning was a very bad experience and well people did not love the truth that I had they did not believe that I talked to the Holy Spirit and I don't blame them for not believing I wouldn't believe if I wasn't going through it for myself so I'm not telling you to believe in me I'm telling you to believe in that Jesus you see you don't have to worry about whether he'll lead you astray you already have his whole life mapped out and that blueprint will take you straight to this kingdom and well my father can give you everything if you receive everything for it and the only way to receive everything for it is give everything for it and that just is what is but if you read that Jesus he'll tell you that he'll tell you how to do this he showed me I didn't get hung up on that I was going to receive this kingdom in my death if I found it in my life. Well, because that's not what Jesus said. The kingdom is within you. So the kingdom I have is the one I choose, and the one I choose is the one I have, yet I can't choose it, so I let my Father choose it for me. And when I let Him choose it for me, I find myself at peace just rolling through life doing whatever comes my way and whatever... I seem to take a notion to do is because, well, he gives me a notion, and if it's from fear, well, then I doesn't take me long to figure out that I made the wrong decision, friend. That thought of Satan wants to separate me from my thought of Christ, and I'll tell you what, the moment I get separate from that, well, then that fear has all kind of glory, except it gives me none, so I have to run back out into the wilderness and give back my Father my will so that I can have his, because his is so much better than mine. Doesn't matter what I have. I have this state of being which is being at peace with the love of my father. And that is the only thing that really matters to me in my life. I'm a person that came from a place where I wasn't happy with who I was or what I was being. And I wasn't at peace with what had been done to me. because I was busy blaming everybody else I was busy blaming myself but now through this Christ and this belief in forgiveness well because I forgive you I can forgive me and because I forgive me I have to forgive you yet it's my forgiveness doesn't come from me it comes from my father and it comes to me from my father because it come to me through that firstborn Jesus and I know people have a hard time with this firstborn thing but if you look at the first page of revelations it will tell you the firstborn Jesus was the only son of God at the time that he was here but you can choose to be at any time you want doesn't matter about being perfect because Jesus completed the task that needed to be done and that was he laid down his life as a ransom for many you don't have to necessarily understand it yet I now understand it all the while See, I didn't believe in that because I didn't believe that, well, my father was bloodthirsty and needed to sacrifice someone so they didn't have to send the rest of them to hell. That didn't make any sense to me, but my father showed me what sense it makes and how it is that it works. But I can't explain it to the world because it's not for the world to know unless they choose to know my father. And then in it will you have a better truth. Jesus told that Nicodemus, he said, how can I tell you of heavenly things if you won't even believe these earthly things? So how am I supposed to speak of a greater truth that the Holy Spirit gave me if you don't even believe in the one Jesus gave? Yet if you believe in the one Jesus gave, the question is, do you believe in the one Jesus gave you or the one the church gave you and someone else told you? And I'm not saying they're wrong, I'm saying they're right even though they're wrong, and they're wrong even though they're right. There is no truth to any of it except the truth it has, and Jesus taught you that, but you have to get down with his message. Because I'm going to tell you, just in his message alone, is all kind of contradictions. But you have to get down with it to understand it. Well, I talk about some of those contradictions in my podcast and my YouTube videos, because, well... What I I want you to do is realize that everybody else having a relationship with Jesus and then you go and listen to him once a week isn't going to bring you my Father's kingdom. My Father's kingdom comes through relationship, and relationship comes through knowing that Jesus, I'm telling you, he is literally the blueprint to this kingdom. But if you don't do what he asks, you'll never know what it is he meant. He said, give your gifts in secret. There's a reason for that. But I do all the explaining and, well, you'll hear it in theory and you'll think it's good. But until you really get to do it, you just won't understand the point. And I'll tell you what, I wasn't doing it because I was a good person. I was doing it because, well, I was so upset with myself, I was trying to figure out how to find this God and... Even though I wasn't really believing in what the church said about Jesus, I was still believing that Jesus was right. Just something in my heart told me so. and So I just got into going out into the woods and seeking the kingdom through this word that he gave. And well, my book has Jesus in red. I don't talk about this Old Testament stuff. It has no meaning to me, friend. The law has no meaning. Jesus said... That if you want the kingdom, then you're going to have to hang all the laws and the prophets on only two commandments. The question is, how is it you're going to get right with yourself and with my father and with your neighbor so that you can do that? And what my father's done is showed me how to do it, and that is to allow him to do it for me. Because I just don't have the power to do it for myself. And the moment I think I'm something, I end up being nothing again, and even though I'm nothing anyway. I'm just a thought he had about himself, just like you're a thought he had about himself, even though it doesn't make any sense. That's what I talk about, why Jesus said about these things that he can't talk about. I just know that in the beginning there was only God, and well, there's just never been anything since. But Jesus told you that, because if that one commandment was like the other, that means that loving thy neighbor as thyself is loving thy father with all thy heart, mind, and soul. The problem is that people that don't love their neighbor, well, they don't love themselves. But when they love themselves, then they love their neighbor. But love, well, you've got to really start understanding what that love means. That love means sacrifice. And everybody says, no, no, God doesn't want sacrifice. I'm saying, yes, yes, God wants sacrifice. Except he doesn't want it for the fear of it. He wants it for the love of it. And just like you when you marry your spouse, if you truly love them, then you sacrifice many things over time because, well, you're wanting to give them what it is they want. And for them to get more of what it is they want, you have to give more of up whatever it is that you wanted because, well, anybody that's been married or been in a relationship knows that, well, sacrifices have to be made if both partners are going to be happy. Well, that example kind of like this thing with Jesus and God and what I'm trying to now do because I see it in him. And that is that, well, I'm willing to make sacrifices in my life for him because of the sacrifices he's made for me. And the more he's made for me, the more I want to make for him. So since that's what this love is and I love him, well, I want to sacrifice everything I can so that he can have the greatest experience that he chooses. And that's for my father to figure out. Through the Holy Spirit to tell me what it is he wants and how can I choose it if he doesn't choose it for me how can I be guilty of doing something wrong if I don't know what's right so therefore it becomes about relying on my father to give me what it is I need through this Holy Spirit and if it all goes wrong I just know it's going right because in the end I know God is He has given me experiences that there's just no way of denying. And if I deny them, well, I have to deny the truth of myself and this truth of forgiveness. and That's just not a truth worth denying. I just love what I found. And I just hope that I keep loving it tomorrow and the next day and the day after. But I can't do it then. I can only do it now. Because I thought of Satan every time I go up into that future, that's where that fruit lies. Because I'll look at something, it'll say... Oh, well, that won't work out. And then, well, because I become afraid because I'm thinking about what might happen in the future, well, then I lose this thought of God because I allow fear back into my life. And friend, I am not telling you I am perfect at this. I'm telling you I'm screwing it all up. But I just come to know this fail forward fast works. It doesn't matter how many times I fail, I turn to my father and I ask for forgiveness. He gives it to me and then I move on, right back to where I started. Except it's not where I started. It's where He's taken me, and that is to this place of peace. And this place of peace has brought me the kingdom, and the kingdom I have is the one I want, and the one I want is the one I have. Yet it's my Father's love that gives it to me, and just like anyone else, I can't prove that God is. God will prove it to you, and you want to prove to yourself. The problem is, people are so busy wanting to pr- prove that God doesn't exist that my Father gives them their will he proves to them that he doesn't exist. And friend, that's a lonely existence because I used to be there at one point long, long ago. Well, friend, it's getting near that time. And well, I just felt like I was supposed to sit down here on this railing on this back road and just talk a minute. So know that because my father loves you, I love you, and because he forgives me, he's going to forgive you. The question is, do you want forgiveness? Because if you don't, he won't give it, and if you don't ask, you won't receive. But if you ask for it, you'll receive it, but your task becomes not that God won't forgive you, but believing that you've gotten the forgiveness you received, because that thought of Satan is going to tell you you don't have it the moment you turn from this thought of Christ. If you don't make your life about God, then God doesn't make his life about you. Instead, he gives you exactly what your will is. And, well, my Father's will is your will. It's just the problem is our will usually isn't my Father's will. And I see that that's what's been going on in my life the whole while. All right, friend. Well, it's at that moment. So may God bless you and yours.